Welcome back to another episode of Rebel with a Cause. And joining me this evening, the wonderful Stacy for Truth from The Descent. How's it going? Uh, pretty well. How are you doing? Ah, doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. It was a long week. Didn't think I was going to quite yeah. make it. So. <laughs> oh, well, I'm glad you did. You survived. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Thanks to my old pal, Scotch. Yeah, there you go. Uh, and, yeah. you know, I've got my wine, which my mother told me to put in a coffee cup. So cheers, mom. <laughs> <laughs> wine so in a coffee I cup. Ask you a question? I mean, I know that you're interviewing me, but I have a question. Okay, go for it. What is your cause for being rebellious? Oh, yes. Well, it's uh, liberty. Liberty for you, liberty for me, liberty for everybody. So I like it. That's a good cause. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was a uh, that actually started from a T-shirt that I got where it did say "Rebel with a Cause," but it had the Libertarian Porcupine on it, and I was like, "Yeah, I mean, okay, that's not really a rebellion if you're trying to join the state." But <laughs> I like the whole porcupine thing. I actually didn't realize what the symbolism of the porcupine was until yesterday, right? When I was just like randomly um, reading stuff. Yeah, I think one of the, the best pictures that illustrates that there's a, a type of African porcupine where like the quills are extra wide and a little bit longer. And there's a good picture of one of those porcupines being surrounded by a whole bunch of lionesses and they don't exactly know how to attack it. And so they're just kind of keeping their distance from it. So. Uh-huh. I was like, yeah, yeah, don't mess with it. Just leave it alone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you won't get the barbs in the face. But exactly. Got you on here, uh, and uh, you're kind of like uh, newer. I would I would uh, expect. Huh? You haven't really had your channel all that long. Um, I think it's been a couple months, probably. Couple yeah. months. Well, you did it pretty big. Also, I mean, once you got on Pete's radar, I mean, that kind of took everything off. So. <laughs> oh well, he's he's wonderful. I mean, I think that um, you know. I feel like there's just a lot of, and I'll just use his words. Uh, there are a lot of like bitch ass libertarians who. Yes. Oh, just, <laughs> they're just so confused. And a lot of them are new. It seems like a lot of them are new and I'm new too. So I shouldn't really just um, say <laughs> that like new people suck, you know, like freshmen suck. Like, it's not like that, but it's just like, they don't really understand. Right. Yeah. They just, they don't, they don't get it. <laughs> so I, I, I really respect Pete because he, he just tells the truth, like whether it's going to be popular or not, like he doesn't fucking care. And I think that that's what we should all do. Yeah. Like we need to just stick with like we need to stop doing shit just because it will make us more popular with like the mainstream culture of the day yeah so uh we just said boo to every beltway libertarian that there is so because that's what they do best <laughs> yeah it's like oh well, if we're kind of mean with our message and we just stick to the truth then we're not going to get invited to a cocktail party you know at some senator's house so okay. we'll have our own cocktail parties. That's right. <laughs> and nobody can drink like libertarians. So <laughs> that's right. I'll have a cocktail party. You're all invited. Yes. There you go. 
Unless you're one of those bitch ass libertarians. Yeah, then in which just, case I just disinvited you. Right. You just that that, <laughs> that invitation never got mailed out. So yeah, I definitely know about it. I was the uh the elections chair for the Louisiana Libertarian Party for a couple oh. of years. And uh we had the special edition of uh, Daniel Hayes. So yeah. Oh. <laughs> want to talk about someone whose nose was firmly planted in Nick Sarwark's ass. That was that guy. So. Oh, oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, what's his deal anyways? Like he really, so I joined the Mises caucus when he kind of like made an inference through a series of tweets that Ron Paul was a conspiracy theorist. That oh yeah. Really pissed me off. Yeah. And before that, I was like, why is everyone fighting? I don't get it. Because like I joined, so I'm new to the LP too. I joined the Libertarian Party two days after Tulsi Gabbard suspended her campaign. Okay. I already knew at that point that Jacob Hornberger was my candidate. Right. And so like when everyone else was really mad at Tulsi Gabbard for suspending, I was like, okay, whatever. I saw this coming. I don't really care who she endorses. I like Jacob Hornberger. Let's go. And um, what was my point, Eric? I forgot. I'm sorry. Oh, trying to figure out what uh, Daniel Hayes' deal was. Right. Ron Paul with the conspiracy nut. Right, but I had like a link between Hornberger and. So I'm new. Maybe that was my point. I'm new. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I've kind of had a, a rough day because <laughs> the some of the things that. I released recently, which are only like the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. Like I'm already getting like crazy people. Oh, the, uh, the Seth Rich and uh, DNC stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I even like I've really only released mentioned like, it, mentioned it once at work and immediately it's like, Oh, you're one of those conspiracy. I was like, I was like, Oh God. <laughs> right. <laughs> <That's in it. laughs> right. So it's been, it's, it's been just a little bit of a rough couple of days because you know yeah i mean people are dead other people have been threatened um and now the trolls are attacking me so just a little bit on edge but yeah so my i think my point was that i'm relatively new this is what it was i'm relatively new to the lp so yeah it was like a year and a month, not even a year and a month ago. No, a year and a month and like a week ago that I joined the LP. And I was like, what in the world with like all of this infighting? I don't get it. Like, why is everyone fighting with each other all the time? Yeah. And then um, I was like, this is so dumb. All of you guys are dumb. I'm not picking a side. You guys are all just like the stupidest people. Like you think you're so smart, like, you know, your books and stuff, but this is so dumb, like grow up, you know, this is immature, get over yourselves. Everyone is so arrogant. Right. And then I would, and then when Nick Sarwark tweeted that series of tweets inferring that Ron Paul was a conspiracy theorist, I was like, fuck that shit. I just picked a side. It's <laughs> not yours. Yeah. He's, so, yeah, the whole Nick Sarwark thing, I was, uh, I was around for like his uh, second term and he came to the Louisiana state convention and he, he, 
he did actually run a meeting and that's kind of like the uh, the clown phrase it was like oh well he can run a meeting i was like well, that doesn't matter if he can't run the party effectively and then uh when he was going for his third term you know i was going for josh smith and uh, as soon as i did that i noticed there was a, a decided change <laughs> so with some of the people in the louisiana party it was like kind of gave me a little bit of side eye a little bit and um and I was trying to get them. I was like, hey, we just we got to vote this guy out because he's going after some of the big names that have led people to the liberty movement, including Ron Paul. And uh, right. when you if you take a poll with any liberty leading Republican, they're all holding Ron Paul in high regard. Right. Despite what you think about him. And yes, he's appeared on the Alex Jones show. Big fucking whoop. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> here's my here's my problem with like that narrow mindedness like yeah. are we not allowed to talk to people who are not libertarians yeah that's so it's the the strangest that's thing ever not allowed how are we supposed to recruit people if we don't talk to republicans or democrats yeah how do we recruit or even the extremes of those two uh, wings right right and anyways, why not talk to everyone? Why not gather as much information from like all different places as you possibly can so that you can decide for yourself what's true and what's not? And like, why not constantly challenge your own beliefs and your own right. ways of thinking? I just think like if like anyone who doesn't go outside of their little echo chamber yeah, you're never going to know what, what's going on. Out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like I'll tell people uh, if you get on Twitter and, you know, some dumb blue check says something dumb. And when you go to the comments, all you're going to see is your friends or people, you know, closely associated with them that you may not be friends with. So I've uh, I've taken to signing out of Twitter and then looking at that same tweet to see all of the replies underneath. Okay. And uh, then you get kind of a good reaction of, you know, just how well that tweet was received. And, and a lot of times you'll see, yeah, a lot of people don't like it or whatever. And then you can sign back in, then you can see all your friends on there. So it's, it's kind of one of those things. You got to outsmart the algorithm a little bit. And sometimes you got to do that in real life too. So. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Outsmart the algorithm in real life. We do need to do that. <laughs> Yeah, so it just seems like the social media, it, it all kind of pits us against each other. And um, it's one of the main reasons why I got off of Facebook. I mean, if I can't even pay you $10 to promote an episode of mine with Scott Horton because, you know, political content, which, you know, it's like, yeah, it's like I can't even give you $10 and you'll just like show it to extra people. <laughs> Facebook is like worse than Twitter. Oh yeah, it's it's the pits. It's the pits. Mm -hmm. It's like even uh, stuff that were following my account over there. They they didn't even see my stuff half the time. So I mean, what's the point of yeah. having a group? You know, it's, right. And then uh, Instagram got worse once uh, Zuckerberg took that over. So I had to get off of there too. So I was like, I just like I'm not even going to deal with it. At least with Twitter, I know how the algorithm works, and I can I can do my little crafty devious stuff around it. So yeah, you know, Facebook. So here's my experience with. Facebook. I don't, I'm not on Facebook a whole lot. I do like, I do check out the Mises Caucus Facebook group sometimes. Right. And I like, especially, I especially pay attention to stuff that Karen Ann posts. Yeah. Karen Ann Harlos is great. Yeah. Yeah. And I like, I like seeing it there and I get like updates on what she's doing and her videos and stuff like that. Um, but a couple of years ago, 
I put something on Facebook in response to one of my mom's posts. And yeah. the next day she called me and she said, Stacy, what happened to that thing that you wrote yesterday? And I said, what are you talking about? And she oh. said on Facebook, you deleted it. And I said, I didn't delete anything. And she was like that, the thing that you wrote. And it was about the DNC fraud lawsuit and okay. yeah. Seth Rich and Sean Lucas and like facts. Right. Yeah. Like not conspiracy. These are like dates and yeah. like here are facts stuff with and, internet access and an hour's worth of your time. And you can find it yourself. <laughs> and I, well, no, not just that, but I provided links Yeah, for each, like everything that I said, I'd like say fact and then link to the source yeah. fact link. And, um, Wait, no, maybe I didn't provide links. No, I did not. I, I messed that up. I did not provide links on this because gotcha. Facebook doesn't let you do that. But after I wrote it, it, it was deleted. Facebook like yeah, unilaterally just, decided yeah. to just delete it. And I was like, okay, sorry, mom. So I haven't been on Facebook a whole lot since then. But the thing that I'm talking about that does have the links, I wrote all of that stuff in a Medium article shortly after. Right. And um, that that has links, but like all the stuff that I was saying in that response to my mom's post was like fact, 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 yeah. not conspiracy theories. Yeah, yeah, and it's like even the stuff that you brought up on uh, Peach Show. Uh, what was it last week or the this week? Yeah, this uh, anybody that's got internet connection and an hour's worth of time can all find that same stuff. You know, and it's, it's quite amazing. Um, like I uncovered some stuff today about uh, the office of refugee and resettlement and uh, they're putting out bids for more of those overflow facilities. And so I was, um, I was posting that stuff around and I noticed how it didn't get any likes or retweets on uh, Twitter. And uh, I was checking like the engagement on it. It was like maybe like three views and I was like, Oh, yep. That's the one that didn't get out there. <laughs> did, did you, um, did you put a link? No, nope, no links. I just uh, okay. provided the name of the uh, the agency and what they're planning on doing. And uh, that just gotcha. didn't even get shared around. So I was like, okay, yeah. all right. Gotcha. Yeah, that's... Send that stuff to me in a DM when that happens to you. Because <laughs> yeah, that's the stuff be... that I want to see. Like the stuff that we're not allowed to see is what I want to see. But Twitter, what Twitter will do, if I link something, if I link my source, yeah, my, if I... Then if I send that tweet with the linked source via DM to someone, they can see the link if I send it via DM. Yeah. But if I don't send it via DM and it just shows up like in their feed, the link is invisible yeah. to them. Yeah, I've seen that happen before. Uh, they have a big thing with uh, BitChute. They don't like that website at all. So if yeah. uh, like when my episode drops on BitChute, I'll provide the link underneath the announcement uh, tweet. And if I put the direct link to Bit BitChute on there, it just says, you know, this is a phishing site. You can't go there. And I was like, okay, well, it's not a phishing site, you know. <laughs> so right. I have to go to like Bitly or something that'll shorten the URL and put that up there. And then it'll pop up every time. But I'm like, yeah. I was like, I shouldn't have to take that extra step. You know? Right. You shouldn't. Yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's the weirdest thing. And you can sit there and, and uh, show your lefty progressive friends that all day long. And then it was like, well, you know, you shouldn't be sharing that information. I was like, it's information. You know, you should be able to share it no matter what it is. <laughs> the progressives 
I'm friends with, well, I don't even know what progressive means. Um, like, okay, I have a friend, Shauna Burley. Everybody loves Shauna Burley on Twitter. And she tweeted something about how like people think that liberals are progressives. Yeah. And they're not because like, this is what progressive means. And I said, it said something about like strengthening the federal government. Yeah. I said, I don't think that we should strengthen the federal government. I think that that's the problem, not the solution. I think right. that the problem is that there, there's too much power centralized in one spot. Yeah. And um, she was just like, she was like, yeah, I know, but you know, people should understand what it means. And I was like, I don't understand labels. Like, <laughs> My brain doesn't really understand labels, but I have, a lot, I have a lot of friends who are progressives or were progressives who like they're starting to get that we can't rely on the government to do anything yeah. for the people because they're not, they're not going to do what we think is right or what they think the government should do. They're not you know, it's like, you can edit this part out if you want, but there's like the real progressives are the people who supported Bernie Sanders in 2016. And they're aware of the corruption and bias surrounding that election. And they know about the DNC fraud lawsuit. And they know that at least in the 2016 primary, democracy was not real. No. Now, I don't, and I have my opinions about this de democratic primary and um, the media is involved. The media, like there's a direct link between. Yeah. Donna Brazil getting the and, uh, debate questions to Hillary beforehand. And mm -hmm. yeah. And, and all Donna Brazil was, put in that position after Debbie Wasserman Schultz was forced to step down right. because those emails revealed her blatant bias for Hillary Clinton. Yeah. So yeah, Donna Brazil was supposed to be like the better option and then obviously wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, uh, I, d I do think that the, uh, the 2016 and the 2020, at least the, the Bernie bros out there got to see, that uh, yeah, they're going to stop at nothing to make sure that their candidate is the one that goes through, and it it doesn't matter if your candidate is popular. Like Tulsi, very popular with the with the younger demographic of Democrats because they're sick and tired of War Two, because they all have friends that went over to Afghanistan and when they came back, not the same. Right. And uh, she's been on Joe Rogan and broed out with Joe Rogan and everything else. So yeah, she was a very popular candidate, even in libertarian circles. You right. Know, she was, you know, anti-war enough. And, right. and when you're seeing it and they just take out all the stops to, you know, start calling her followers Nazis and everything else. And it's like, oh, OK, I, the fix is in. <laughs> right. Right. Like we're all Russian assets. Yes. Yeah. Hillary calling her a Russian stooge and everything else. I was like, come on, guys. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, if anything hasn't opened up up, up the eyes of a Democrat voter, seeing all that stuff, I, I don't know what will. <laughs> right. Hey, um, what do you think about masks? What do I think about masks? Uh, complete no, 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 no. Oh no, I know that. Okay. Um, Thomas Massey, 
Oh, Massey. Thomas Massey. Oh, okay. 2024 Massey. Uh, I, I like Thomas Massey, especially when he starts doing his little uh, tweets with the sassy with Massey, because those are always really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a great guy. Uh, I do like following his page and, you know, kind of seeing what he's up to. I mean, the guy is smarter than like 10 of us combined. So, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, he'll, he, he's got his house completely off grid. He's living that and cap lifestyle, whether or not people want to admit that or not, but <laughs> yeah, I love it. <laughs> he's a great dude. And uh, if he, if he gets the, if he gets the run, I know the Republicans are going to pull out everything uh-huh. that they have to make sure that he doesn't get it. Because well, they did course. that with Paul and I was there to see it. So, mm-hmm. Of course. Of course they would. <laughs> but, um, so, would you support him if he ran as a Republican? Like, would you support him in the Republican primary? And then, you know, like, assuming that they screwed him over, then have like our own backup candidate as well, obviously yeah. like a libertarian candidate. Yeah. Uh, as far as uh, politics and voting and everything, I'm staying away from it. I mean, I'll cheer him on if he gets in front of the press and makes them look like idiots. Uh, that was at least one thing I can say positively about Donald Trump is that he was dunking on the press every chance that he got and just kind of yeah. made them look like fools. So you got to yeah. at least give him that. Uh, so yeah, if Massey gets out there and does the message, that's all I really care about is educating folks out there to get them a little bit more inclined towards Liberty. Then have you seen some of his speeches recently? Yeah, they're all very good. They're all very good. Yeah. Like (laughs) fire and truth bombs and like, yeah, he's (laughs) basically the guy that everyone wishes Rand Paul would have been. So, Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I do like Rand Paul when he does his airing of grievances every Christmas where he goes through and <laughs> talks about all the crap that the Senate is doing. I was like, okay, you know, then you're going to get a Rand Paul less from us. So, right. <laughs> That's like the rest of the time. It's like, oh, come on, man. Don't be so boring. Yeah. So I am just, I'm a really big Massey fan. Well, that, I mean, that's fine. He's, I, he's great. He's probably I mean, one of the better people up there. So, but you said, you know, like you don't, bother with a lot of it because like democracy is dead let's face it yeah democracy is dead there's no democracy in the lp there's no democracy in the dnc no i do think that there is more democracy in the republican party than there is in the other two yeah um Especially on the left. And, and if they're like, how did Donald Trump get elected? Oh, wait, I know how. Because Hillary Clinton propped him up. Yes. <laughs> because she thought that he would be so disgusting that, yeah, that he was going to be a pushover. People wouldn't yeah. vote for her. <laughs> yeah, except that we had that giant miscalculation there that Hillary Clinton is the most unlikable person in the universe. So, <laughs> yeah. It's like even when the space aliens come down, they see Hillary Clinton. It was like, oh, no. But, but there are so many trolls on Twitter that fight for her. Yeah, sure. And I can pay for followers in India, too. So. And those Bernie bros. Do you think those Bernie bros are really all Bernie supporters? Because some of them were nasty. Oh, yeah. Like, I am just curious about the Bernie bros. I have thoughts on that like how they could have been financed 
I don't really know, you know, obviously yeah. I don't know, but have thoughts. Yeah. I, you're, I think you're just going to find that with any of the uh, political operatives out there, you know, they've all got their little special cadres mm-hmm. of folks out there on the ground level. Uh, I mean, even down here in Louisiana, when Ron Paul was running in 2012, I mean, there was a literal fist fight that broke out. So, I mean, <laughs> trying to keep his delegates from getting to the floor to vote. Are you serious? There was oh, a yeah. fist fight? Yeah. yeah, there was a fist fight. You know, people getting pulled on, security getting called. It was, it was nasty. <laughs> so, <laughs> Libertarians, man, I'll tell you. Yeah. No. Oh, no, that was a Republican. Yeah, that was the Republican Party. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, there was like lawsuits, everything else. And yeah, there was a, a definite thing to, to keep their delegates from the floor. I didn't yeah. know. I, I need to learn. I want to learn about that. Up like a magazine in front of a microphone. So one of the Ron Paul delegates couldn't speak on the microphone. So. Oh my gosh. Yeah. What a, you want to talk about caddy? Oh yeah. I was going to say, what a dick. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Gigantic one. Oh yeah. yeah it's, it, yeah, those people, I mean, you never know. Uh, there there could be some true believers out there that you don't you don't even have to pay them any money. They'll just go ahead and do it. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I guess to me, like I don't I don't feel like okay, so maybe you can help me with this. This is like my own little existential crisis in the libertarian okay. world and it's like in my mind. So, okay, you can be my counselor for a moment here, Eric. (laughs) Yes. Okay, I could do that. (laughs) Okay, so we know democracy is not real, right? Hasn't been for some time now. Right. And so I'm still irritated. Not that I don't love Joe Jorgensen. I do. I think she's, I'd love her. I think she's a really great lady great person, great human being. Yeah. I still, however, I'm just very irritated that Jacob Hornberger did not get the nomination because he was clearly favored in all of the polls. And like, he was clearly the favored candidate. And so like all the way up until like the day before the primary. And so I think that if we are going to be a political party, that it should be democratic. Now, like, I know that a lot of libertarians are anarchists and you're an anarchist kind of, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, me too. So I don't like political parties at all. I don't tell people what to do because I don't want people telling me what to do. I don't think there should be any political parties. but we don't actually live in, in Pakistan. And so that's true. we do have to have a political party, which is the Libertarian Party. And so since we have to have a political party, shouldn't it be democratic <laughs> until we get to Pakistan? In which case we can just say, okay, um, you know, obviously we don't need democracy anymore. Everybody just do what you want. Right. Yeah, there's something to be said for using a different uh, political party in your local area. Uh, so, like, down here in Louisiana, it's a pretty red state, okay? Mm-hmm. So, if you wanted to run on a local election, like, say, you know, parish council, uh, you know, school board or something like that, run as a Republican, you get in there, 
and then you just start doing libertarian shit anyways no one's gonna say boo they'll just think oh well you know he's a republican he's a good well, guy that's what thomas yeah. massey is doing yeah <laughs> yeah and if you are going to run as a libertarian and uh this was you know back when i was the elections chair for louisiana i was saying you're not going to win you need to get out there and educate as much as possible so you need to go give speeches and you need to get in front of people which is a tall order talking to us you know socially awkward libertarian types <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah so that was the that was the big thing it was like look we need to get education candidates out there they need to tell okay this is what the republicans did this is why it's wrong this is what the democrats did this is why it's wrong here's a third option if you want it you know type of thing right and i would just tell them i was like look just don't even hope that you're going to win this local election or whatever. It's just not going to happen. You know, two pe people are just two in their camps for it. But if you can put a seed of doubt in a few of the voters' minds, you start building it, you know. Right. So when I started down this path in like 2012, 2014, something like that, you know, not a whole lot of us. And then you go to some of the meetings and then there's more people there and more people. So there's your microdose of a white pill. You know, there's more people in this movement now than there has ever been. So. Right. So, okay, so I supported Tulsi Gabbard. I knew that she, I did a lot of research very early on. Right. And like, so I donated like a hundred bucks up front. Like yeah. just after the first time I heard her speak when she like took out Tim Ryan, that was so awesome. Yeah. yeah. I donated a hundred bucks and then I researched for like a solid six weeks and I learned everything about like the DNC fraud lawsuit and, um, just all the corruption and the lies about yeah the, you know the war in afghanistan and you know i learned about the um what's his name when that uh general general rumsfeld was that him talking about wesley clark yes thank you yeah. wesley clark i can never remember his name yeah when he basically told everybody that uh George W. Bush didn't know what they were going to do about the terrorists, but hey, we're really good at taking out um, governments. So we're going to take out seven countries in the next five years. Yeah. Because we don't really know what to do about the terrorists. So, like, so I knew about yeah, all so that it's a stuff. Tactic. <laughs> the DNC corruption, the military industrial complex bullshit, all of it. And I knew, I knew after those six weeks of research that Tulsi Gabbard would not win because they would not let her. Yeah. I knew that. But I supported her anyways because I wanted her message to get out there. Yeah. I, I wanted more. I even gave her money after she uh, roasted Kamala Harris. So, I mean, it was like, right. I was like, okay, <laughs> she's done. She, there's no way she can't even get back up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But Kamala Harris was uh, the preferred Democratic. Uh, candidate, you know, yeah. preferred by Hillary Clinton from early, early on. Yeah, you can even see it back in those debate stages because anytime they had the camera on her, it was like all of a sudden, like the lens got softer and, you know, doing yeah. some little shit like that. And, and there like, was, there was one where like in on her face to show how great she is. And I was like, oh God, they're, 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 yeah. they're not even joking anymore. <laughs> yeah. They put a pimple on Tulsi Gabbard's face. That wasn't there. Yes. And the pimple like disappeared like towards the end of the debate. Yeah. It's <laughs> they just put bad. a pimple yeah. there. 
yeah they do they do funny stuff with that all the time and uh they got called out on it and it was like oh I don't know. it's like the the recent thing with uh biden's little outside press conference where his hand goes through the microphone it was like he's standing in front of a green oh, screen yeah. there's there's no other way to view this other than that i mean you guys can right. you you could say you know we knew it was going to be loud with the helicopter outside so we brought it inside for a green screen but <laughs> I was like, so we even... brought the helicopter inside? No, I mean, just do it in a room to make it look oh. like it's outside. Yeah, because the helicopter was nearby. Mm, okay. But yeah, and everyone's like showing like all the little side thing. It was like, oh no, there was like different camera angles. And I was like, yes, but it's that particular one where he stands it's... there and his hand goes through the microphone. He's a ghost. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> <laughs> He's old enough to be one. Jesus. So... But yeah, and even with this little so-called State of the Union that wasn't a State of the Union, it was like the whole time, and I'm sitting there listening, and I was like, man, whatever B vitamins they got that guy jacked up with, you know, they don't last that long. It's like 45 minutes tops. Really? Yeah, if you've ever seen, like, some of his, the little press conference that he had, it's like as soon as he gets to about the 42-minute mark, then whatever it is that's in his system is starting to go. And so they really try to get him off the stage after that, so. I, I you know, had just figured that it was something a little more than B vitamins, but. <laughs> okay. Okay. B vitamins. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's methamphetamines folks. Methamphetamines. Um, <laughs> yeah. Or no, cocaine. But, yeah. We're not, we're no stranger to that. I mean, they gave that to JFK all the time too. So. Really? Yeah. A whole thing called Dr. Feel Good. It's not just a Motley Crue song. There were people in law school who were taking cocaine like during final exams. And I had no idea like until after law school was over. And then, yeah, I, somebody told me that I, yeah, it's true. These, yeah. these guys would like show up for class stoned and then for finals, they'd show up like, it's like, yeah, I'm awake. All right. <laughs> yeah. I found out in my early twenties, I am like way too lazy for cocaine. Cause I tried it like the first time. And I was up for like two days straight and I was like, I, oh, I, need, I need to clean the grout in my kitchen tile. So I, I don't have anything to clean it with. Here's my toothbrush. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. And then, <laughs> then crashed for like 10 hours after that got up yeah. and just felt like I had just been beat up. <laughs> you know, I was yeah. like, this people live like this. They, yeah. they out and drain their bank accounts for this. That's, this is too much. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's the craziest thing ever. So <laughs> But, yeah, uh, like what goes up must come down, right? Sometimes you go down and then even go down even further. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> Have you ever seen the movie um, Better Living Through Science? Living Through Science. With um, a lot of movies. That goofy guy, that goofy guy that was on um, There's Something About Mary. Better living ben Stiller. Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller. No. Better living through science. He's like this um can't say that I've seen that one. Yeah. Weak, weak little guy. And I don't know, he decides to run a marathon or something, and then he's like taking all these. Oh, he's like a pharmacist. He's a pharmacist? Okay. Yeah, yeah. and he's like taking all these pills and he like wins the marathon. And <laughs> doping himself. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't seen that one. I've seen a lot of movies. I haven't seen that one. I'll have to find that one on the list. I mean, I don't really recommend it. You don't really. 
know. <laughs> it's just the concept is yeah. funny. Well, I mean, that's how that uh, documentary uh, Icarus started. This The uh, scientist wanted to find out if he could actually dope himself into a win and try to do like the race without doping. And then it turned into this, oh, well, here's the Russian guy who got the entire Russian Olympic team doped for the Sochi Olympics. Mm-hmm. And then the story took a complete 180 turn on it. And if anybody hasn't seen that documentary, like the stuff that the Russians were pulling at that Olympics, I mean, were nuts. And that doctor is now living in hiding because he is for sure that Putin is going to kill him at some point. So, (laughs) which which Olympic Games was it? Oh, that was the uh, the Sochi Olympics. Uh, It was like 2014, 2012. It was one of those. It was before the last ones. Yeah. Okay. It's called Icarus. Yeah, it's called Icarus. Okay. Yeah, it's like the first half of the documentary is him like trying to dope himself into a win and like trying this bicycle race without doping. And then uh-huh. while he meets the guy who's doping him up, it turns out he's the Russian scientist who was doping the entire Russian team. Because the, the the Olympics in Brazil, they all had to have like their medals vacated and everything. And so, yeah, there was some hinky stuff going on with it. But uh-huh. yeah, that documentary is just, <laughs> it's just balls out crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's rad all right <laughs> good to know better living through science better living through science yeah there we go and i and i suppose we could have better living through science if science wasn't so easily bought off um yeah that would be great wouldn't it <laughs> yeah i mean okay so i know why i don't want government anywhere near my health care yeah there's good reasons for that yeah yeah. What What do you think? Do you want government controlled healthcare? Like, do you want the government to be in charge of your healthcare? No, because it's my body, my choice, right? So right, right. Yeah, that's kind of a thing. So, I just and I had this argument today about our company that may require vaccines to continue employing there, and uh, and so I, I have the outcard of Hashimoto's thyroiditis, so I can claim the uh, autoimmune thing all day long if I wanted to. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we were having this discussion. I was like, uh, yeah, but, you know, where does the government get off saying I have to do a medical procedure in order to stay employed? You know, and it's just saying that kind of tricked this guy's mind into like putting two and two together all of a sudden. Right. And he was like, well, no, it's not the government. It's us. I was like, yeah, but we have a lot of government contracts and the government contracts would dry up if, you know, a certain percentage of our workforce isn't vaccinated gene therapy. We all we all know the deal. Gotcha. Yeah. Where do you, what company do you work for? Oh, I'm not going to give that information away, but okay. it's, it's an engineering firm and one of the largest in the world. So. Okay. <laughs> uh, just remind me like what type of work you do. Oh, me, it's uh, civil engineering. So anything that That's has to right. deal with uh, the ground and uh, more specifically coastal water. So. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, so I like to make the joke that my roads are literally my job. So <laughs> your roads, yes, your job. <laughs> sorry. I really am weird today. Like I, I'm sorry. I really am. I'm weird. I'm kind of. I really am on edge. I'm sorry, Eric. No, no, that's that's okay. I, I totally <sighs> understand. I mean, you you stirred up a hornet's nest with the uh, with the Dems out there. So yeah. Now you have wine in a cup. So I mean, there you go. Yes. Um, I mean, I have so much more information. Um, I just, yeah, I'm going to still, I'm still going to release it though. Yeah. 
Go for it. Oh, goodness. I set up a, an account on Odyssey because I'm sure that like I'll be kicked off of YouTube soon. Yeah, uh, I did a live episode on YouTube and I, men- I mentioned the, uh, the, uh, the injection one too many times, I guess, and it got pulled. Right. So I was like, man, I, I didn't even get a chance to download it and put it up on Odyssey or BitChute or anything else. I had to redo another episode, but uh, I was like, yeah. And there was like nothing in my inbox about it. It was just like that episode's gone. Yeah. I was like, you know, the fix is in when they're not even going to tell you, oh, yeah, you you violated our community guidelines. It's like, no, no, right. just gone. That's like what Facebook <laughs> did to me. They just deleted my shit. And I was like, rude. Like, no warning. Kick, like, kick Nothing. me off or tell me or something. I don't know. Yeah. No, it was just gone. <laughs> Poof. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> Cause we would never do this to another human being. You know, if we, it's like, right. it's like, Oh yeah, by the way, we had to move your car because it was in the way of a fire truck. You know, we just moved it, you know, like four blocks away and <laughs> you know, it's like, well, where's my car? It was like, well, we found it over here. I was like, well, why is it over there? Well, the fire department moved it over there. They could have knocked on my door and told me at least. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, they, yeah. Big tech and government, they don't act like people sometimes. Yeah. So <laughs> that was funny. That was a good analogy. <laughs> yeah, I'm filled with those. I'm just filled to the brim with those. <laughs> yeah, don't ever play a game of Trivial Pursuit against me. So that's, all right. That's another. I'll heed that warning. <laughs> oh, are you going to Pork Fest? Yeah. I am not going to Pork Fest. <gasps> I am, Pork however, Pork. going to uh, Childerberg next month, and that's going to be in Austin, Texas. It's kind of like the South's version of Pork Fest. Oh, cool. And yeah, May 28th through the 31st at Mule Shul Bend uh, Recreational Area just outside of Austin. Right so, on. Yeah, it's going to be pretty big. We got Robbie the Fire, uh, the co host with Dave, is going to oh, be he's there. So cool. Got Owen Glass Music is going to be there. A whole bunch of the podcasters are going. So Robbie the Fire should have like his own. I think Scott Horton's going to be there. Does for Robbie day, the Fire so. have his own show? He does. It's called Run oh, Your Mouth. I need to watch that because he is so funny. Like Dave, Dave yeah, doesn't really let him talk that much, but like every time he says something, it's just hilarious. So <laughs> yeah, I think that's in his country. You know, it's just uh, Robbie's just better left to be seen and not heard. Oh in this my case. gosh, but, uh, I'm better, but it's called Run Your Mouth. Yeah, it's called so Run Your Mouth. It. That's his podcast. I'm totally gonna find yeah. it. Robbie, coming yeah. for you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think that D, that DM I sent him to try and get get him on my show is still left unread. So maybe I'll have to send him an email. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> or I'll see him at Childerberg, I guess. Yeah. So there's there that. you go. Now, uh, Porkfest, I would love to go. Uh, maybe maybe next year. Maybe next year. We'll just kind of see how the other uh, if I can sell enough shiny uh, objects yeah. to get up there. Well, Louisiana is pretty far from New Hampshire, so I understand. Like you're closer yeah. to Texas. That makes sense that you would choose Texas. Yeah, that was the other reason for uh, coming up with it. Uh, it. You know, they liked Pork Fest, but I mean, that's I mean, that's even far out of the way. Even if you live in like New York City, you know, yeah, because you're going all the way up to New Hampshire for yeah. it. So it's like a ten hour so drive figured, for me. So yeah, you're in Ohio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, while it's kind of central to to a lot of the country, it's not central enough. So right. <laughs> Right. <laughs> yeah, Ohio's uh that's getting to be uh 
pretty happening state with uh, stuff going on, like uh, your governor, Mike DeWine, with his uh, lockdown orders. Oh, oh, oh I triggered Stacy. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> oh, I, I turned that smile upside down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but I, I, I don't even want to. He canceled, like, he canceled the primary election. Yeah. We didn't, like, <laughs> I didn't mail in my ballot. And because I, I just, I always go and I vote. You know, it's like two minutes from my house. And yeah. it's a great, like, polling location. And I was like, yeah, I'll just go and vote in person. And then I guess I could have mailed in my ballot after that, like I had a few days in which like I could have gotten it and mailed it in, but, um, yeah, you could have went and voted in person and then mailed it in. And <laughs> well, I mean, I, he, he canceled the, the in-person voting, like canceled it, even though like the Ohio Supreme court ruled like, no governor DeWine, you can't do that. <laughs> and then he did it anyways. Yeah. So he's in jail now, right? Because he violated the law. And that's how that works. Right. <laughs> yes. Because everything in the law works out exactly the way that it should. Yes. I used to be a public defender. That's admirable work. If anybody should be a Supreme Court justice, should be a should be a defense attorney. So no, I don't I don't think so. <laughs> I mean it should it yeah, like it should be someone who wants to deal with bullshit <laughs> not me not you just not just not, not in the cards okay i got you no i don't <laughs> want to do it anymore i'm gonna be a homesteader yeah there you I'm go i'm gonna have hens and i'm gonna have a garden and i'm gonna can my own food and yeah. i am like preparing for the zombie apocalypse oh that zombie apocalypse already happened so i heard that yeah <laughs> i heard that rumor yeah, yeah. It's I mean, the zombies, I uh, shuffling around, saying "brains, brains." They saying "college football, Oscars." Yeah, Doctor Fauci. Yeah, I have I have an emoji that means zombie. <laughs> I'm gonna send it to you right now. Yeah, they've got a whole bunch of zombie emojis on there. Yeah, rebel with a cause. I'm gonna send you my zombie emoji. You're gonna love it. It looks like an octopus. Wait, no, it doesn't. It doesn't look like an octopus. It's just, it's like that purple thing. That sounds like a, uh, a science, fi- a sci-fi original yeah. zombie apocalypse. Yeah. Here, I just sent it to you. <laughs> look at the little zombie. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. Well, I think that's a uh, probably good place to drop it off this time. Uh, Stacy, go ahead and give all your plugs, including your new Odyssey channel. Oh, okay. So I changed the name of my YouTube channel from The Descent to just Stacy for Truth. Like yeah, all one word, Stacy for Truth, because I just figured it would be easier to search for. And also, I'm on Odyssey, Stacy for Truth, and also. Um, I really hope that you guys follow Pete Quinones on Freeman Beyond the Wall, like listen to all of his stuff Yeah, because he really does say a lot of true shit that you aren't going to hear a lot of other places. Um, and I don't know, I guess. Oh, and you guys need to support Angela McArdle. Yes. For my buddy. Chair. 
She is so awesome. We need to have her as the chair of the LP in order to move forward as a political party because um, the people who are controlling the party right now are just kind of yeah, up in the head. And there's also a lot of back back room dealing going on too. So I got I got some stories from the 2018 convention that uh, would make your hair stand on end. So I would like to hear actually, like if you have sources, will you send them to me? No sources because this was all stuff that happened right next to me. Oh well, and then I want to. I was hear. listening. Yes. <laughs> well then, do you want to come on my show and tell me about that? Yeah, yeah, we can always that- dish on that. Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> well, let's do that soon. Yes, definitely. Okay, okay, Stacey. Well, uh, thanks for playing along. Uh, we'll send everybody over to your Odyssey channel, and we'll just you know forget YouTube for the time being because I'm pretty sure <laughs> if yeah. you're going to get it, I'm going to get it soon too. So, <laughs> well, I don't have anything on Odyssey yet. Like it's still on YouTube for now. So, yeah, once you get uh, 300 YouTube subscribers, everything will auto populate onto Auto Odyssey. So, oh, okay. Yeah. I have like four, four over 450 i don't but i don't know i just signed up yesterday i will figure it out yeah Guys, it's like right there when you go to upload there, there's like a sync yeah. to youtube and if you got over 300 followers it'll it'll automatically pull everything over sync to youtube okay i'll do it thank awesome. you so much eric it was so nice meeting you face to face yes and then sometime we'll have to meet like face to face like in meet space so yeah <laughs> all right stacy take it easy you too all right, and there she goes, folks. Stacy for Truth, formerly The Descent. Go check her out on YouTube while she's still there. Check her out on Odyssey. Now that I got her squared away on where to go to sync up her videos and everything. Uh, and down below in the show notes is where I'll have all that info. And if you guys want to support this guy, you can also head down in those show notes because I've got everything down there. Patreon, Subscribestar, Floats, Cash App. PayPal, it's all down there. Uh, if you guys want to ask me a question, you can go to the anchor voicemail messages. I'm going to start looking at those again. Uh, you can also send me an email at rebelwithacausepodcast at protonmail.com. Um, what else? I put an Amazon wish list, so that's another way that you can uh, support the show too. And I have a sub stack where I put my sci-fi junk up there too. But uh, anyways, guys, take it easy, and we will come at you next week with a brand new episode of Rebel With a cause out.